This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to dcm.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Life is really complicated, and sometimes you just need to talk to someone. So every fortnight, I call up a buddy of mine, and we chat. This week, I talked to Scott about travel. This is Phone a Friend. Hey Scott. Hi David. I um I've just realized that whenever I say hey Scott and I start the show, I actually turn and look at the <laughs> you look webcam. Because I'm yeah, because I'm like Scott's over on the other screen. I'm there. Um, you can't tell this for audio listeners, but I've got a slightly different setup than usual. Uh, I've got a new couch, it's which Scott couch pointed out before we started recording. Very interesting pillow. Um, very interesting pillow. It says man cave, which is uh, it's a regular room to be clear, but the pillow it is, is a bit a of fun. A little bit man cavey. It's a regular room. It's a little bit man cavey. It's definitely a regular the, the room. The door is smaller um, than the room, so when you walk into it, it feels like it's opening up into a larger cave area. That's what it feels it like. Does, it does feel that way a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let us never speak of this again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to explain a bit about why this episode is going to be a bit later, what I've been up to, what you've been up to, and then we'll get into this week's episode. Um, Scott's doing finger guns, which you can't see finger on the guns. audio. Finger guns. Um, oh my god, those are amazing finger guns. <laughs> where did you did you like? Where did you train? What was um, what happened? I studied at the Jake English School of Finger Gunning. That's good. What was it? Did you get a bachelor? No, or no, a no. It was just a diploma. Oh, okay, that's cool. It's only like a year. So I've course. been. A, oh yeah, right. It's it's like a it's like a summer semester kind yeah, of thing, and you get yeah. like a cert four. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. So I was away. This this will tie into this week's episode nicely. But I was away in Melbourne for a few days, you were uh, and I got back. Oh my god! I was. Oh my it's, god! It's, it's so nice. relevant. Like, this. Uh, but I got back, and I was immediately sick. Like I literally got off the plane, and I was like, I feel a little bit under the weather. And then like I woke up the next day, and I was like, mm, yeah. flu. <laughs> you you yeah, had that like, pretty uh, much. The, yeah, uh, I just knew. You know, you know when you feel it, like you just feel it coming on, and you're like, I'm definitely about to get sick, yeah. and it's not going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, so that was sort of that was great, um, and that knocked me out for pretty much like a week and a half. There was a few days there uh, where I was like too sick to even edit. Like I was just, it was not good. So I'm back now. Um, and from outer space, I know I'm back from outer space. I'm I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> So we're back now this week, uh, and we're going to talk about travel because obviously I was traveling, mm. um, our experiences with it, and what yeah. we think about. I didn't travel. I haven't been traveling. I've just been busy with no marking and then giving a talk and then marking. So just all just thrills and spills, yeah. mate. The whole way, just a roller coaster. Woohoo! We talked in our first episode about you know traveling to America with your family mm. and stuff. Mm. Um, I guess something that I've started doing recently is traveling for work, which is not something I ever yeah. thought that would be something that I would do. Have you ever had to sort of do anything like that not or is yet. all of your stuff fairly? Um, mm. I did a bit of traveling to, in ter- I guess I could call it traveling for work. I did some travel to Perth and Melbourne. Was it Melbourne? No, it was Sydney. Um, it was Sydney uh, to do some exams that I couldn't do up here. Um, to try and go to America and that didn't end up happening because the exams were tricky and I was trying to fit it in in between ma- master's research and doing all this other stuff and it was just um, 
yeah so i just ended up switching to a phd here and that has been like the best thing uh right except there's a lot more work but i mean this is <laughs> it's gonna happen anyway yeah um so yeah i've done it a couple of times but really only in the sense of traveling somewhere else because that's where the exams were and i didn't submit an application fast enough to be able to do the perth exam in brisbane and that cost me far too much money that was traveling by yourself yes, but like yes, were you exactly. just yeah it was just but me. what were you going there just like time-wise just for that exam yep. and then coming back oh yep. uh, right because in, of those because the, the sydney t- trip it wasn't because i have a an author friend down there who i stay with every so often and so i did the exam and then i spent some time with them and saw some other friends and stuff like that okay and what was that like? I mean, I, maybe it's different when you're staying with someone. I don't know, but like, do you what do you, what do you think about travel? I, th- I th- you know, a lot of people will tell you that as a young person, um, it's somehow formative mm, or important. Mm, mm. Um, and I, I want to preface this whole conversation before we get into it too much that the ability to travel um, financially yeah. and having a stable life and someone to come back to and be able to do all that is an incredible privilege. Yeah. And I think that. Anyone who says that if you haven't traveled, you're uncultured is speaking from a place of privilege. Uh, of, of of privilege yeah. that they are so entrenched in they're beyond recognizing. So I want to preface this conversation with that. Yeah. However, we have been lucky enough in our lives and at various stages um, to have been in that mm-hmm. privilege and to have had that support network to be able to do that. So that's thing thing one. Yep. And a lot of people off. will tell you tick that, tick off. that off the list. <laughs> Got that off. Preface out the way. Um, but a lot of people will tell you that, um, somehow traveling alone is, um, like, it's like a, you, you have to do it to like find yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like a spiritual requirement <laughs> yeah. uh, to become, you know, a passage in, in, in into being an adult. Yeah. Uh, do you have any strong feelings about that? I knowing obviously yeah, yeah. where I would stand. <laughs> I don't know where you would stand. I'm interested to find out where you stand. Personally, I think it's a great thing. Um, I was, I was I was very lucky that my parents took me on lots of trips when we were younger. Um, we went to you know America and we went down Sydney and Tasmania and all all along you know the west coast of Australia, east coast, east coast, east, all the east way down is the our east coast. coast. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, it's actually there's only two. There's really only two coasts of Australia, Scott. Yes. It's um, okay, and you guessed the you guessed guess the, wrong the wrong one, one. first. It's okay. <laughs> it was I a fifty-fifty. Um, no, but yeah. like going to America, going to New Zealand, China, um, those were with school trips, though. But that was nice to have those experiences. Yeah, I I think that, and, and they did that to normalize it in some respects, so that and my my mum would always talk about how we're doing this so that you guys will feel like and and especially as we got older, they would give us you know more. Um, responsibility like we would be the ones that would grab the map and find out where we're going and stuff like that and um, they were trying to mold us into in a, in a way to be able to understand if you're in a in an unfamiliar place how do you deal with that sort of situation um, and so I, I think that yes absolutely that's um, I just looked down and suddenly oh pie is that a pie I don't know what's a tart I mean, now you've just been... Now I have to edit around this. Thank you for that. We almost got away with it. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Sorry, I didn't even know what you were saying. I, I got about, distracted no, no, by no, the pie. Okay. But, yeah, it's essentially this idea... <laughs> tasty pie. Um, yeah, essentially this idea that going somewhere by yourself is a challenging experience. You are in... Often you'll be traveling to unfamiliar territory or places you haven't been before and you have to sort of figure out, well, how am I going to approach this problem? How am I going to deal with the task of traveling here? And so I, in, in that sort of sense, I think it's 
a good experience, but at the same time, I don't think it's for everyone as well. And I wouldn't say that um, it's a necessity to be able to um, to grow as a person. I, I think that it, Br- Brisbane especially is quite a melting pot of cultures in, in a lot of respects. And I, I wouldn't say that I've been, um, that I've missed out on some of those experiences just by being here. But I also think that it's important to go out there and see what the world is like. You, remember that you're part of a global community as well as a local one. This is one of those areas um, that anyone who's watched any of my stuff like long-term knows that there are certain things that I feel very strongly about. Mm. Not because I have a strong opinion, but I think that um, people who have strong opinions on certain things need to be approached about the severity and the finality of those opinions Mm. in a way as aggressive as their opinions. Mm. Because I believe that some things uh, require pragmatism over certainty and one of my biggest arguments in life is that people who um appear to have all the answers and tell you they have all the answers <laughs> are often full of crap yeah so this is one of those areas where i'm not sure how to feel anymore because when i was younger we weren't we were never like poor mm. i always feel like i don't want to paint my like myself as like a victim i don't want to be like oh we didn't have money but what what we didn't have is we didn't have um we weren't at a position where we could spend a bunch of money at once to go and do like a big trip. Yeah, you, it, uh, you, you for the sake of it, struggling to get by, but at the same time, you couldn't make yeah. large expenditures. We were like middle middle class. Yeah, we yeah. weren't like middle upper class. Mm. Um, and so as a result, whenever we did travel, it was for like a specific reason. So most of my family is in England, so yeah. we would go exactly same for us and in twenty fifteen. Do it all in one yeah. trip. Yeah. But to be able to afford that, what ended up happening is that my step my, my stepfather went and he um. Uh, he did a he did a work exchange over there, um, and that meant that during the Christmas period when he was there, we were able to go and stay with him, mm. and then go and travel and and go visit those family because we had that financial base in uh, Europe, mm. and that was a that was a great experience to have. But it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't been working at the same time. So that's sort of that's been my frame of reference for when we travel growing up is that kind of thing yeah. where it was like we would travel because. For you know, for a yeah. reason, and we we weren't free to do it. So I've always viewed travel as one of those things that like you do, uh, and it's like a luxury, and it's like it's like mm. an experience. I mean, I, I definitely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I, again, I think it's this fine line between traveling for for work and traveling for luxury. I think they're two different things, and definitely the traveling for luxury thing. Sometimes you go with a purpose in mind. I think a lot of the reason why my family travels is to get. A broader understanding of the world like when we went to europe we went to places like you know the western front in france and we went to turkey and saw gallipoli and all of these places that are relevant to australian history as well which i think is is an important thing to be able to understand to, to go to places and understand the world because uh, just look at like the world right now history is repeating itself constantly and so yeah no i i, I totally agree i think i think maybe the the point that I, w- I wanted to land on and think you've got to quite well there is that I just it, it feels to me like we're at a point in history where things are getting really sticky and it's like something has to change or give and it's either going to be we change and things get better or something's got to give and it's not going to end well and something that always I'm reminded of whenever I travel is that the life that I've created for myself uh, the stable world that I live in day to day where I work and I come home and I and I do the work that I love doing and I spend time with people that I enjoy spending time with and I have expendable income to enjoy spending time with those people. I can do stuff like buy a meal for someone mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not because 
they're hungry, but because I want to spend time, time with them and have them, a yeah. meal with them. Yeah, and that that's something that I really enjoy, and that's something that I love about the life that I built for myself and the, the fortunate situation I found myself in. When I travel, what I start to realize again and again and again is that not everyone has the ability to create those spaces for themselves. Yeah. And they, they don't have the privilege to do that or they don't have the... Uh, the the forethought or they're too young or they're too old or they're not financially stable or they just like there are so many reasons and so whenever i travel i find that often the biggest thing i i feel when i do that is grateful for the situation that i'm in when i come home yeah which is a weird thing i feel like that's a weird feeling to have when you travel because really what you should do is be like oh my god the world's so great i love seeing but really (laughs) what i do is i get perspective and i go wow not not to like pat my own back but i'm like wow i i I have it quite well and i'm very incredibly blessed and lucky to have this i understand oftentimes when we when we do travel what we what we see is the the things that we miss back home we we often think Mm -hmm. about of course homesickness is a huge part of every any sort of travel um thinking of your kitchen or, or your your fridge or your your bathroom just the, the things that are familiar it's always to weird you. it's always it's like bathrooms and showers yeah. i always find yeah because mm. you always feel weird in someone else's shower you can't you can't avoid that except <laughs> actually i don't have the shower problem because when i was growing up well, this is a deep cut into david's backstory <laughs> um i don't know I'm, I'm not level five on your backstory yet i am a I'm friendship level are we there? Is it a concern? Is it a concern that like I describe my life as like it's part of a video game? Like I feel like that might be a developmental problem that we might come back to later. <laughs> um, but yeah, part of my backstory um, is that uh, when I first um, was spending time with my dad, uh, he would stay in this like I don't know what you call them. Not not, not like not like a motel. Maybe it is a motel, mm-hmm. like a lodge motel-y mm-hmm. type thing mm-hmm. where you just book it every and it like it's like a renewed booking every two weekends yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so we go visit him there, but it was wasn't always the same like apartment, yeah, okay, yeah, or lodgy place, and they weren't like those cookie cutter ones that you see now in like places like that where they're all the same building. So like there was often like different bathrooms in each of them. So I very quickly got over the shower thing, yeah, okay, that's and the bathroom right. thing. So for me, it's always um, beds. I'm not too bad with, but mm. uh, it's like I miss my um, I miss my like workspace yeah. which it sounds awful no no no, no. but I, miss, I can completely understand you know that. what i mean yeah. like i miss i miss like the way that i have this desk that i'm looking yeah. at set up now i've got these two screens that are like the perfect size for what i use them for i've got my microphones i've got my computer i've got like everything is the like i love this workspace because i've crafted it for myself and when i go to other places like this trip to melbourne um i spent one of the mornings working and like I was working from uh, the bedroom that I was staying in because there was a desk and a, and a, and a computer there, which yeah. was really... I was, I was like, so lucky that that happened this time. Wait, there was um, a computer was in the place you were staying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Living, it wasn't, it was living like a, the life. It was like a four, four-year-old four Mac or whatever, but it was still... It was still <laughs> okay, good. well, they um, tried. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Um, and, then, and then I went to work um, and visited some places and did some stuff out and about in the city. But what I found when I was working there is that the thing that I missed the most was the uh, comfort of mm. the way that I'd set up my yeah. workspace. And that made me think like, I kind of was like, oh, maybe the reason I enjoy working so much is that th- I like doing the work I do. And when I do it, it's comfortable and it's, I feel like I'm getting something achieved. Yeah. And when I travel, it's like, it, it feels like, um, uh, it feels removed from that. In some way I'm achieving less or it's, it's less productive because I'm not as focused. 
Those times are called vacations, David? <laughs> I don't know. What, what uh, is this word that would you speak? <laughs> vacations for me... Actually, this this you've you've perfectly segued. None that ruined it by saying the word segue. But um, <laughs> the only vacations. This is going to sound awful. It make me sound like some kind of workaholic, which we all know I am. Um, the only vacations I've had have been when I've been with someone, like when I'm with a partner, and they've been like, "We're going on a holiday," and I'm like, "Okay, we're going on a holiday." <laughs> and even then, I spend the whole time writing because for me, that's so relaxing. Yeah. So like, I mean, I I yeah. wouldn't say that when I go overseas, I forget about all of my stuff. Often, I bring my laptop with me, and I'm doing I don't know tweaking stuff or actually often what i do when i'm overseas is i record video and then get home and never edit it i have i have like so much video from europe i just have not touched and even then like i struggled with that um when i would do that with people because i am the kind of person that like and i I don't know if i've talked about this before you'll have to i'm not sure how much of this backstory has made it into the podcast or not Mm -hmm. because i know we've only known two episodes but i think i mentioned that i worked at a restaurant yeah, maybe. You, you, I think when we were talking about your humanity, um, in terms of oh yeah, 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 you were yeah. talking I've, about yeah, yeah. um, you, yeah. You Jeez, good recall, Scott. Wow. I, I, I edit to these. The edi- I listen to the episodes. I edit them like twice, and I don't remember anything <laughs> that happens because I've heard it so many times. I, I, I um, de- deliver my dialogue. I listen back to it once. When it goes up, you, I listen to it again. That's about it. And you just go to sleep. Whereas here, I'm like, I, I feel like I would have, by the end of this episode, I will have heard myself say this four times, I think. Yeah, because I started working at a really young age. Um, I never really had the opportunity to take big amounts of time off because in that job I became very senior very quickly because not because I was especially good but because it was hospitality and they had a not great staff so and not throwing shade at those people they just genuinely weren't they struggled because of a lack of training Mm -hmm. so I became quite senior and I just didn't have the opportunity really to take time off yeah and then by the time that I did I was at university as a full-time student and then by the time that happened I started another full-time job and it just was this thing where, like, it never, like, vacation was never has never been part of my life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happened to me as well. I mean, since going to uni, I was I, I, up until I mean, the last two or three years, it's been all right. Like, I've had breaks and I've had time off. Sometimes I would take a project in that time, like a research project or something, to spend the time. Um, now it's like I feel like I, I get four weeks off a year, and that time I usually spend, you know with family doing something around Christmas or in the middle of the year. And so it's sort of like, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel this, I, I know what you mean when you say that you don't feel like you can go on holidays a lot of the time. Everything takes practice. And taking time off takes practice. And like, I just don't give that enough time. Um, a good example is my cousin from uh, England, uh, from the UK. She um, came over to Australia and she was going on this, month tour of new zealand right Mm. and it was through this bus service i think it's she's actually on it right now (laughs) she's going on this bus service um that sounded like awesome it was like an awesome trip and i was like oh that'd be so cool i was like i'll take a month off work um and i'll just i'll go with her on this awesome bus trip and it'll be really fun and it's like it's something outside my comfort zone it's staying in like youth hostels and it's a bus like i like to be in control i want to if i was going to do it i would rent a car i would book hotels and i would have like an itinerary plan yeah right we did like that's how i do it yeah yeah but it's like actually it's 
this bus and it's out of my control and it's you th- like that to me would like I would have gained something from yeah, that. No, but what no, ended no, up no. happening is I just couldn't get the time off work. Mm. And it was like I didn't like bad night. I wasn't like, oh that sucks. I should really reevaluate my you know, work life balance. I just kinda went, eh. <laughs> like eh, I'm not <laughs> good at okay. taking time off I anyway. Didn't, I didn't you know? need that time off. But also it was bad timing because of the book stuff and just like everything and like yeah. it seems like any time that I want to take time off it's like bad timing. So I should just do it because it's always going to be bad timing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just have to go. I I have to stop this right now. I'm going to go and go overseas and experience something else somewhere else. Yeah. Have you ever Have you ever had that before? Like when? <sighs> and and has that has that kind of like have you ever taken time off and just had that like really backfire or anything? Or has it always been fairly? No. Well, I mean, so most of my life has been student. So I've had, you know, these blocks of time off and I did stuff in those blocks of time off. I'm, I'm when, when class is in session, I would be going to class and I didn't really want to take time off from that. Um, and then now I'm just sort of so into or in, in depth with the, the research that I don't want to take time off or if I did, it would be for very specific reasons. I think we're going to Japan for two weeks at the end of the year. So I'm taking two weeks off then around Christmas um, and going with the family. It's funny. We were like, hey, uh, Europe trip. That's going to be our last one. No, apparently we're going on another family trip. Um, probably because I've moved out now and they like suddenly have money again. <laughs> They're like, Scott, we miss you. Let's, we, where, where, <laughs> well, where? Yeah. I mean, there's that. I, I catch up with them often. It's nice. Um, I've wanted to go overseas, but at the same time, not a lot is clicking into place and I feel like it's not a big thing. And I have done that before as well. I'm glad I went in like 2014 um, overseas. I do want to travel over to the U S at the start of next year, but it will depend on several factors. <laughs> yeah. Most of the people that I associate with because of, because they're creative in some way, a lot of them don't have money. Yeah. Like yeah, no, that, enough. that's just the truth yeah. of it. Right. Like not trying to be like, Oh, well, my friends are poor, <laughs> but like, they just don't have expendable income in the way that I do or the way that, um, other people in my profession do. Mm. So it's like, it stresses me out. I'm like, they like, there's a difference between work and taking time off. But because if you don't earn that much money, you're always hustling. Yeah. And even if and if you don't work as much, then you don't really like get time off because time off doesn't really exist because you have more time in general. Which I'm like, they don't like. There's no there's no linear there's no delineation for them between work and time off. It's just always kind of working sometimes and always kind of having time off this sounds like literally my my life at the moment it's like it's like the it's like the world's most stressful version of reality i I don't know how you do it i should be working scott it's the weekend i feel like i no i'm pretty pretty sure i should be working on my thesis no no scott it's the weekend don't no i'm gonna i'm gonna work on that sounds awful i would hate that (laughs) i try not to i try to leave my weekends free and i've started like doing the the streams on saturday just sort of blocking that time and saying hey i'm gonna spend this time right here doing something where Um, can people find those streams if they wanted to they they could go and search veritasune on twitch just twitch.tv slash v-e-r-i-t-a-s-u-n-a-e i I was gonna back you up but i'm eating my pie it's okay you Um, consume that pie while i plug my heart out (laughs) i think it's a tart i'm not sure it's kind of cold now i literally was about to launch into another reference this is it's getting bad 
really bad. Um, look, I think, you know, traveling with people is great, especially family. I think family trips are important yeah. when you're younger, if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Even, I think one thing... When we're talking about travel here and we're sort of talking about like taking flights and things like that but even if it's like one of the big things when i was a lot younger and i probably wasn't ready for too many flights yet I, even though i've been flying on since i was like what three months or something i don't even but i think we can't underestimate the importance of a travel on like a train to somewhere slightly out of place even in your own country even in your own state in some respects that those sort of experiences where um, it's it's a big deal. It's oh, we're going on a train. We're going to be on there for like two hours, going up to you know Cairns or I don't know. I, I probably didn't go that far. It's a quick train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like you know, going from we used to live down in Cleveland or like in that sort of area in the Redlands and taking the the train all the way into the city and going to an art gallery or something like that. That's an interesting travel experience as well. So I don't think it always has to be huge as well. Sometimes sometimes it can be a small thing um i love a good road trip to yeah like the actually, beach yeah, or like yeah, yeah. to like a mountain to go hiking like i love doing stuff like yes, that because you just get out of yeah, you just get out of your I, space. I remember what was it at the end of 2015 or 20 no it would have been at the end of end of 2016 yeah or start oh god i can't even remember the time period um but we we went up and we actually stayed at um o'reilly's with me and a couple of friends and that was actually a really really good experience really fun time I, th- I think that doing those smaller things, that's such a nice way to, like, just spend time with people. Yeah, and um, it can just be a weekend there is... thing. It doesn't have to be this, this yeah. big trip. Sometimes travel can just mean going down to Surface Paradise for an ice cream. I've done that. Yeah, done which that is, like, yeah, that's such a nice, I yeah, oh, the, that's and such a lovely way to just connect for a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, I, I think a lot of people criticize, um, I think, well, a lot of artists that I know anyway, or not that I know, but that I've spent time with and have worked with that aren't my quote-unquote friends or colleagues <laughs> or podcasts, whatever you want to call them. People in the industry that I've interacted mm-hmm. with who aren't directly related to my field, a lot of what they want is every interaction to be, like, super meaningful, like, it has to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. But there is something really um, uh, relaxing about... It's it's a lot like... Gonna, going, the philosophy of Studio Ghibli, that the pause is equally as important as the action. The the moments of rest are are what are what we need to to restore ourselves to, for the moments of action. I'm gonna finish eating this really quick. Let's it's just, it's okay. I'm enjoying the the soft. For for once, it's not me making weird noises in the microphone. Here's, here's, a, here's a short Yeah, I, I don't know. I think those small trips are really valuable. But one of the lessons that I learned really early on um, as an adult and as someone who makes very deep connections um, but doesn't necessarily have a lot of them, one of the things I learned really quickly is, like, the best way to learn if you are compatible with someone, whether it's, like, romantically, friendship-wise, whatever it is, um, is to go and travel together and to go and, like, be in a space together relatively alone for a period of time. One of the things that I learned really quickly about a lot of the friends that I had in high school was that while we worked well in a, like an in like an environment at school mm-hmm. where that 
is you, you. I think a lot of friends in high school, and everyone has said this a million times, but a lot of people in high school you are friends with because you see them every day. Yeah, exactly. That's just the truth yeah. of it. But when you become an adult, you are friends with people because of the specific interactions you have. Mm-hmm. And you're not used to seeing them every day because you forget that skill, so you forget how to deal with, like, how do, you know, how do I ignore the annoying way that Scott chews, or how do I, like, ignore excuse the me. annoying way that Scott says excuse me, like, whatever <laughs> it is, you know. Um, like, whatever, right, you know, like, stop existing. I guess what I'm saying is, shut up, you podcast co-host, never speak again. Um... No, but like you, you lose that skill of being able to cope with those things in like mm. a like a really easy way. Like it becomes very natural to, yeah, just like ignore something that kind of ticks you off, and you don't resent that person because you're used to doing it every day because you're in high school. And you do get that to a certain extent with like a work environment. If you go to an office every day, like the stuff that my coworkers do that like I want to slap them in the face for every time every time they do it. But after six months, you forget about it, and then you just like move on with your life. Yeah, you're just like oh, so. I think again and keep going. Exactly. And like maybe there is, I think, an element of that with like a relationship, like a friendship where if you go and travel with someone, you go and spend time with just them, you learn very quickly those little things that take you off. And those are good indicators of whether or not that relationship is going to work. Because yeah. if they're things that it, it's a it's a bit of the pressure cooker situation where, you know, reality comes to light and w- what happened. I mean, yeah, it, it's certainly an interesting idea to put yourself in that sort of situation and go, hey, okay, what happens here? And then look at, I think it's interesting to look at what those issues that do arise. Um, I think relationships that work, the issues that arise are small and they are just issues of just like being close to someone. Like the, the way that they chew because they don't chew with their mouth closed. Chew with your <laughs> mouth closed. That's like, you know, it's not hard. But if they're like symptomatic of a bigger issue, that's when you can learn something really valuable about that relationship. Then you can either take steps to actually do something about it or you know, take take necessary mediation, whatever needs to happen, um, or you get an indication that maybe this isn't supposed to, to, to progress in the way it is. Whatever the lesson is you learn, if you go into that pressure cooker situation through travel and out of your environment and you, you put yourself in a position where um, what you're asking yourself is, is this person someone that I can spend a lot of time with? Mm. And something that I've learned with all of my friends is like, they're my friends because the answer is yes like (laughs) i've spent i think i've probably spent the only people that i've spent more time with in my life than ben would be my family because i've been friends with him for years and we just do shit together all the time like we spend a lot of time together and it's like if you can't sit quietly next to someone and like sit on instagram for an hour or you know like do your own thing for an hour without talking like when without feeling um like there's an obligation pressure to do that Yeah, or like the opposite, where it's like you could talk for an hour and it's not going to feel like you're just forcing a conversation yeah. or like, you know, like that kind of thing. You know, like when I, when I pick Ben up to do the podcast and to record, we don't always like launch in a conversation immediately. Sometimes we'll sit in the car in silence on the drive over and then like slowly warm up. Like, but all of those situations we've learned over the years that we function because we can do those things. And it's, there's, there's, there's no issues that annoy us in a way that is symptomatic of a larger problem. Yeah. Um, and do you, do you feel like that's something that, um, like, have you thought about doing that before with whether it's friendships, relationships, whatever it is? And do you feel like that's something that's worthwhile doing? I mean, I personally haven't thought about it, but I could recognize that, the situations where that's happened. I can, I can think about a couple of times where that sort of thing has probably happened. 
And it did help me, you know, determine whether or not I would be, you know, friends with that person or, or so on and so forth. I, I mean, Kristen, who has also been on the podcast before, not this one specifically, but I mean, he's been my friend for yonks. He's yeah. He's on arthritis. Yeah. Um, on the, yeah. the Star Wars episodes. And I, and I know that because we, I'll, I'll go over to his place and we'll do, what we'll do is we'll sit down and we'll just watch, you know, a Vera Potter musical or we'll, we'll put something on YouTube, like a giant playlist and we'll be there or we'll, we'll sit down and he'll teach me some stuff about sewing or, or we'll be admiring some of his really amazing collectibles. He now has like an entire collection of wands from like Fantastic Beasts. It's crazy. It's so good. Um, yeah. So I just, I love visiting his place and, and talking with him and, um, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely that I, I I don't think I've ever gone as far as to like, you know, go away somewhere really exotic or something with someone often just because that hasn't been like, I'm very grounded in Brisbane at the moment, especially with, with the studies and stuff like that. I I haven't really, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there, yeah, there are points in your life where like you have to put down roots for a period of time and like you just you make yourself temporarily like unmovable for, for various reasons. I don't think that's a problem. Um, and it's also good if people understand that as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard too, because I think sometimes you can feel like a bit guilty for not Mm. extending yourself in some ways, like on a personal level, there can sometimes be this imagined pressure, whether it's societal or like directly coming from people that like you should somehow, um, feel like you should want to travel i don't know that's something that i've always f- struggled with yeah is... i mean i part of it for me is also that i feel like i've done a lot of traveling and i know yeah. i'm going to do more traveling um but at the moment i i'm having a period of minimal travel you know and trying to find yeah no i feel that trying to find myself in brisbane trying to find the things i like doing here yeah. so i guess what well that makes sense to me because i've i feel like i'm at that place now where i found that and those things, and I'm now ready to take the next step in that, which is finding my own space and then crafting that space to mm-hmm. the way I want. Because yeah. I'm now in a financial situation where that's viable, and that, to me, is more important in some ways than, like, traveling around Europe backpacking. Like, all of those things could be equally uh, rewarding for my personality and my spirituality and my maturity and all of those things, but to me, getting this book published and, like, getting this podcast network running the way that I want it to and like doing all these things that help my friends express their creativity and get their foot in the industry and then get my writing out there, which is something I've always wanted to tell a story I want to tell. All of those things Mm. are to me as rewarding just in a different field. And I think that if I can get a lot of that nailed in a way that I enjoy, then I can buy myself the time to go and do that traveling and to take that time. Exactly. You're you're sort of storing it away at the moment and then you'll, yeah use it later on when you feel you're ready exactly and if like and if that's something that i want to do later on then i'll do it and if it's not then like that's not something that i probably would have done anyway so i think maybe my only closing thought for for travel um in this segment would be that the most important part of like any whether it's like a journey like if you're going on like a road trip or if you're going to another country or if you're not going anywhere, but you're changing career. Like whatever kind of travel you're doing, whether it's mentally or physically or whatever it is, if you're doing it with someone else or by yourself, the most important thing is that like you give yourself the opportunity to reflect and be a little bit self-aware about what kinds of uh, markers and uh, lessons, not lessons, but like what kinds of things can you take away from that 
uh, in a meaningful way, not just it, not not in a way that you've invented to make that trip meaningful, but in a way that can teach you a little bit about yourself. It's not like, oh, I went to Thailand and I found myself. It's I um, went to the beach with three of my friends from school and I've discovered that I actually um, I find this person often pressures the rest of us to do stuff we don't want to do and I'm not sure I like that. That's more of the kind of mm. um, revelation that I'm interested in rather yeah. than like, I've discovered that I'm a free spirit and the we like whatever else that might be. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, dude. Exactly. I'd much rather find out that um, I find that person to be annoying because they have opinions that I think like that I disagree with mm-hmm. rather than being like, now I know the meaning of life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got to a point with your Twitter, this is a tangent that may not stay in, but I've got to a point with your Twitter where, like, I don't understand half the shit you do. Uh, like, I'm always a no. I'm always a no. I think I've been a yes once in the last uh, week. I, did you see when I posted the, um, the, the thick bitch meme one? It was like, margin the hand, but it was like, okay, no, no, no. I get it. I saw it, but I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It's like a meme yeah. at the moment with Diddy. I downloaded Diddy just because it's fun. I'm, right here on my phone i'm not a fan of it's right, any it's of right that. there it's a, i can see it's that i can definitely see that <laughs> scott is now flashing to me. um 